And we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Sa, dude. Sa, dude, man. How you doing? I'm all right, man. You good? I, you know, I am. You're good? I am. I'm happy. Are you happy? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Are you like Pharrell happy? Uh, I typically try to stay that way. Okay. I'm just checking. Now, I know that my demeanor in the office may not always appear to be that way. Well, yeah, but that's just that's just your show. Yeah, it's, that's part of the Eric show. Yeah, it's part of the Eric show. Yeah, uh, here's the, I'm gonna let you just between me and you. Yeah, nobody else. Nobody else. Yeah, all seven people listening. Yeah, uh, I really do. I, I like people. I know you do. I, I really do. But the opportunity should arise for me to uh, give a hard time to said people if that should come up. Right. I have to take that. You do, and you do it very well. I because. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like that spiker in volleyball. Man. Yeah. You just, yeah. If you get set up, you're just going to kill it. There's no malice in my heart when I do it. None. 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 At all. At, seriously, there's none at all. But um, sometimes it, just, it, it, pre- it presents itself, and it's so easy. And there's that, there's that thing in other people's brains that says, hey, Eric, don't do this. Right? right. Or, hey, Paul. or hey, You are not blessed with I, said filter. I don't have the filter. No. Whatever, whatever click, whatever clicker that is there that other people have. That metal plate has messed it up. It, it really has. Um, <laughs> took it nom. Just no, I'm, I'm not nom. <laughs> Iraq. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> See, I can't even gracious. remember what war I was in. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's bad. But you know, I yeah, I'm happy to be here today. A uh, lot of lot of fun stuff going on. Uh, we're gonna be ta- talking today. We're gonna get into a little later about Dan from DM DMN Takeover on Twitter who uh, is just doing nice things over there on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, appropriate name. Appropriate name, yeah. Uh, definitely taking things over. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Before we get into that, let's get into some uh, new products and pricing. What do you got on your table there? Well, I got a few things here, but I'm going to start, and I can actually finish with this product, but we've been talking about it for a few weeks now, but Tops Transcendence. Yeah. It's here. It's here. It's coming out. Uh, it'll be out tomorrow, right? Yeah, I believe so. Man. Again, there's still boxes available. $26,999.95. I'll give Blowout a little uh, plug here. I uh, look today, they have one available for you. So They have one? It says quantity of one. Okay. Now, there's only 65 total that were, right. that were created. So to have one is pretty special. Now, Layton has them. Okay. Um, Are they on sale for like $26.50? I'm not sure. Uh, Layton has them. Obviously, Baseball Collectors Daily has them. Right. Blowout has them, so there's not – you can't go very many places to get No, them. you're not walking into Walmart going, yeah. hey, put this in my cart. Yeah, yeah that's not going to happen. Um, anyway, we've talked a lot about it. You guys know the deal by now. It's it's high-end, one of the highest – highest end? The highest end product coming out? I think it's the highest end product of the year. Upper Deck had yeah. one similar, Okay, but I don't know that it was $27,000. It's close, though. Okay. All right, anyway, but Top Transcendent, that comes out today. Everybody's been waiting for that, um, so we'll check that out. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh dropped a new product as well, uh, the Invasion Vengeance Special Edition. So for all your gamers out there, go out and get that. I know that will be available at your uh, should be available at your at your uh, local hobby shops and uh, at your retail outlets. Um, National Treasures Collegiate Football also dropped. Um, saw a couple breaks on that already. Looks fantastic. Uh, obviously, you're going to have your your big name guys like Zeke and his Ohio State stuff. I mean, there's not there's not a team I don't think college wise more collected than Ohio State. So the fact that they have Zeke right now in Ohio State uniforms, it's 
I know they don't typically bring as much money as a pro uniform, but in his case, I think they're about the same. Yeah, I think so too. So, so too. but uh, that's just a nice product. Typical National Treasures product. Um, good layout, good hits. Uh, check that out. And then um, drops tomorrow. Bowman Draft Baseball. So I know a lot of people are in on this. You know, the trade trading started happening yesterday. There's people moved all around uh, the place. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, but the Bowman Draft, uh, they got a, a jumbo boxes. They're going to run you about 125, three autos, 12 packs, 32 cards, fat pack kind of box. Now, are you going all in on this? Because in the past, you've been known to. Uh, I have. I think it last last two years. I think I broke a case. A case. Um, so I, I don't know where I'm at. Um, I don't know where I'm at on that financially. Yeah. We'll, uh, we, we might. We might have to do that, man. Yeah. I love it. Just, That's, um, just love it. God, man. You prospectors. God bless you. I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it. it is what it is. It really is. It is. You know, it is what it is. And, and, and it's fun to just all of a sudden be like, hey, I know that guy. He's sitting in my box. And you go through your box like, well, hey, this is a $50 card now. So There is that aspect of it. I like that part of it. Um, Especially... If you get them graded, you know. Yeah, get them graded. Let them sit there. Yep. I don't have that kind of patience. You don't. To, it it fit. I, it doesn't fit you. No, it doesn't. I I gotta I gotta move it right now. So, where Forrest Wall, you know, last year got hot for a little while, but he's he's kind of fallen off. He has kind of fallen off. But yeah, he uh he fell off the wall. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe that's a maybe that's a bad example. Maybe Trevor Story is a better example. Yeah, a lot of people were, were packing him away, and yeah. uh, he came out like gangbusters, man. Sure. And if you hit that those first couple months, he was hitting home runs. You know, you you turn some money on that. So, um, and it, it can go the other way too. You know, uh, I, I'm a big AJ Reed fan, um, who wants to be like Cecil Fielder. Apparently, he's weighing in at like 280, 290 now these days. Ooh. And um, he came out, he was hot. I held just a little too long, and, and now I have a lot of nice AJ Reed cards. Um, then I've got to hope that he uh, either gets traded, gets on a new team, or uh, gets himself together and, and solidifies that first base spot there in Houston. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. You know, he's a player that's frustrating just to me. I, I just said I'm not a prospector at all, but I, I know who he is. I know who he's supposed to be, and he's just a part of that. He wanted to be a fat pack. That yeah, was his he problem. really did. He's just, he's just a part of that Houston contingency down there that they just got so much young talent. And – at, at one point in time, he was at the top of that talent, and now he's just kind of bleh. Yeah, Tyler White, who really wasn't on the radar at all, actually beat him out for a position during the year. And that it didn't make no, no offense to Tyler White, but it just didn't make any sense. I mean, right. you got this top, you know, 15 prospect, and then Tyler White was, out of nowhere was, was got the starting job. And kudos to him. Um, but hopefully, you know, he'll get back on track. I know they got him on a new regiment, trying to work him out. Um, and, and whether it's with Houston or another team, hopefully, he'll, just, just from a ball player standpoint, he just gets back on track. Because. Uh, the year before, he had uh, 36 home runs. Something like that. Yeah. In, uh, in AAA, AA, AAA. And, I mean, Duke can hit. Yeah, so he can hit. Yeah. He can hit. And I want to see what he can do uh, on, a, on a major league field day to day basis. Here, so. Here's the thing I can't explain it either because you know, he's down there in that, like, he's in the minor league system. Corpus Christi is their, their affiliate. Yep. Um, Corpus Christi is a, is a nice town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real, it's real, it's pretty down there. It's right by the beach. You know, it's on the beach. Uh, but, Lots of seafood. You know, seafood's pretty healthy. Yeah, man. You know, it, it can be, anyway. It can be. So Unless you're on the other kind of seafood yeah, diet. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. You see doing. the food you and you eat it. it. <laughs> that's, that's probably what he's doing. I don't, I don't know. What, and I have no room to talk. I am quite rotund as well. Oh, yeah. But, we make him look like a, a stream bean. But, exactly. You know, we're not We're good. not in the minor league system of any team. No, we're not. <laughs> Unless there's a professional <laughs> eating minor league system that we've been drafted into. You know, into Denny's called in. the other day. Denny's but, uh, yeah, I didn't call him back. So. Okay. <laughs> 
But yeah, he's he's frustrating. But you got you prospectors, man. Just God bless you. Like I said, you have the patience of a saint just to sit there and and wait on and these wait. players. And you know, it's a tough world, man. Like people like Alex Reyes, you know, hold a bunch of his stuff, and then boom, what a hundred game suspension for for drug use of some sure. sort. And you're like, oh man. So it giveth and it taketh away. It does. It oh, does. So. That's all right. But that's, it's good though. That, that's fun. It's good. It's a fun product. Like I said, it'll be drops tomorrow. Go check it out, man. All right, I gotta do some new pricing here. What do you got? What do you got? Um, we got actually quite a few products. I, I think six or seven, which is nice because that means that we've had some new, new uh, blood in the hobby to take. To or or we actually are doing some work. One yeah. or the other. <laughs> one of the one, one, one of the other. other. Mr. Uh, Mr. Brian Flasher was doing some work as he got. Uh, he is work. Man. Sixteen, seventeen Panini Prism and. Uh, NBA hoops basketball price for you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys know just how hot the Ben Simmons rookies are in Prism. Listen, man, that <laughs> stuff, man. I, and I don't know, I don't know all the prices off the top of my head, but I just know the those gold. I think they're the orange ones out of forty nine. I mean, they're hitting anywhere from three fifty to five hundred dollars. Not autoed, not jersey, no mem, no nothing. Just a nice Ben Simmons card with a nice orange sheen to it. Mm. Man, yeah, and if you get it graded, get it graded, move it to the next level. And that's the thing about and listen. That's now. He's hot now. Can you imagine when he gets to step on the court and starts actually playing? Sure. And he 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 does half of what they think he's going to do. Sure. Yeah. It's um, good stuff. That's that. You know, in the past, I think Prism was seen as a product that was kind of just your ho hum, middle of the road type thing. The last two seasons, especially in basketball. Yep. Prism has just taken off, and it's really a high-dollar product if you look at it from the aspect of it's typically – well, this year, I think it was about $140 a yeah, box because they went to the jumbo format. Yep. But it's typically in that $100, $125 range. And just this – like, what What are the big uh, – Booker, right? He's, he's on the silver – is it Booker? Booker's from last year. We got for this year. We have you know this year the driving the product right now is Buddy Held, yeah, and uh, Brandon Ingram, right? They're they're driving it. The last year's guys, man, yeah, but all those guys from last, saying, year's, last yeah. year. Booker, Booker, um, Cat, Cat, just all those guys, Prazingis, like yeah, yeah, um, even just like like the the basic Prism parallels, you know, nothing yep. special. Those silver parallels, yeah. man. Cat's gonna bring one fifty or so. Yeah, that's you know? ridiculous. Um, graded started, a whole lot more. So. It actually started the season before with Wiggins. Yep. You know, so it's been a product that really has. It's I wouldn't even call it high risk, high reward. It's a risk, but the t the chances of you getting rewarded on the other end are pretty good. There's so many parallels, and it's definitely one of those rainbow type like type collectors. A lot of people like them. That's a big thing right now. And you know, without without the autographs. You know, people want something to collect, and that's what they're going to collect. You yep. know, they're going to they're going to chase these other cards. So, I, I see. Kudos to to Panini. Uh, they're doing a good job. The cards are just nice, man. I love them. They and, are. Um, they are. I really yeah, like man. Them too. Kudos to them. So, um, good stuff. So check that out. Check out your Panini I'll, Prism basketball. I'll say this now. We can talk about it later in Beckett. What else? Okay. But uh, on Twitter the other night on the Beckett Radio Twitter feed, I I run that. I, I don't want to say I run it because you're, you're part of it too, but I do most of the posting on there. You do. Um, I started a, a little a little fight. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I tweeted out, Panini equals prism, tops equals refractor. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so we had a little battle. We'll talk about that later in Beckett whatevs, but uh, I just want to put that out there. Panini equals prism. 
Yes. Pops equals refractor. There you go. It's it's really not that hard. It's not that hard. It's really not. But that Panini hard. apparently right now has a lot of refractors. Yes, they apparently. <laughs> uh, also, we had uh, immaculate collection and Phoenix for football being priced. Matt busting his arse over there in uh, non sports, getting James Bond archives and Outlander season one done. I also uh, got overtime hockey priced, which apparently was a big deal. I was unaware of it. It's uh, <laughs> it was really it's being released in waves. That's kind of why it wasn't really on my radar, right? Which is, I mean, collectors don't want to hear the excuse. I get it, but uh, wave one came out, so I'm like, okay, I, I should probably see how the rest of the the product looks. But uh, no, they wanted it, so I went and priced it for you. It's there. Enjoy your two dollar and fifty cent cards. There you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, joining us on the phone uh, on the other end of our break is going to be Dan. From DMN Takeover on Twitter, um, just I asked him. I, I'm a little jealous. Actually, I asked him, "How old are you, Dan?" He said, "I'm 29 years old," and he has figured out how to sell cards on Twitter in a successful way and build a community and a following there. And I'm a little bit jealous of that because I'm 35 and I'm sitting across from you. And <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you something. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's not so pretty on this side either. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. I love my job, but man, I, I love, I love good. I'll call him a young collector. I love good young kids collecting, you know, uh, guys collecting, figuring things out. And he's done, he's figured this out and made it work for him. So on the other end of this break, we're going to come back with uh, Dan from DMN, DMN takeover. And, uh, I hope you go check him out at DMN takeover on Twitter. And he also has a, a website you can go check out as well. So, so go check him out. He's got his sales going on. He's a coffee. He's a is, is it fair to call him a barista? He didn't call himself one, yeah. but he works at a coffee he shop. Works at so a coffee it's hard shop. to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's probably so he probably can uh, can sling a few frappes. Yeah, if you're if you're up early in the morning and wanna you wanna get a card or two, go check him out on Twitter. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with him on the other end of this break, and until then, you guys just hang tight. Hey guys, this is Derek Ficken with Beckett Grading Services. You're listening to Beckett Radio, home of the best radio show ever. And we are back from that quick break. Joining us on the phone is uh, Dan from DMM Takeover. Uh, he puts big, the D in Dan. Yeah, hey? he puts the D in Dan. Uh, we we went to Twitter and we said, hey, we want some uh, LCS guys to come on and, and and talk from the shop. Just talk what works for them and everything. Like who do you who do you want on? And the Twitter community quickly said, hey, he's not an LCS, but he does things right on social media. They all pointed us to Dan from DM, DMN Takeover. And he's joining us today. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing well. How about yourself? We're we're doing real well. How about you, Paul? I'm I'm okay. You okay? I'm you're, okay, man. Are you awake? I'm good. Look, I'm good. You got your monster? I got my monster. Okay. I'm good. All right, man. We we uh man, the 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 response to the question was was pretty good and probably I probably probably 6 out of 10 10 responses were get DMN on here. So we had to reach out to you, get you on. You seem to have a quite quite a nice following, but before we get into that, tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself, and uh, how how you got this all started. Yeah, so uh, my name is Dan. I run the DMN Takeover on Twitter. Um, I live in chilly Minneapolis, Minnesota. Super <laughs> cold right now. Um, basically, uh, I just I mean I've been just like the rest of us. Really, I started collecting at a young age as a kid. Um, I spent some time away from collecting, but in about 2011, I probably started opening some packs again, and uh, from that, I went into uh, selling. 
Now, let me let me ask you this. You brought up a, an interesting point of conversation that you said you spent some time away from collecting. Oddly enough, the the whole I started I was collecting as a kid thing and then that bleeds into I spent some time away from collecting. What was your what was the reason for your absence? 9 times out of 10, it's because of a girl. So, is that your story? <laughs> that's that's really not my story personally. Um, but it but it was certainly high school. It was I mean, high so school. that probably played into it. I just got so busy with friends, and it probably wasn't what I thought was the coolest thing to do, even though it is obviously a cool thing to do. So, yeah. We we we. Sp- I think that's a just a generalization around the card collecting community. Is it's. It's our all. It's our closeted little secret that we like to keep to ourselves. Yes. And then one day there's right. this awakening that oh my God, there's this whole community that we could be a part of. Right. And not feel like the outsider exactly. or weird or, exactly. or yeah or geeky or whatever. Oh man. All yeah. Right. All Good right. stuff, man. So all right. So explain to us what is DMN Takeover. So essentially, the takeover is a. Uh, it's a. I like to call it a first come first serve sales blast. Okay. So. I mean, it's literally me listing cards on Twitter one by one, and the first person to tweet back saying that they want the card gets it. Okay. Simple enough, right? That's it? That's it? That's it? Yeah. That's the formula? Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's, that's, that's the formula. But I mean, it's, I mean, it goes so much deeper than that because it's, really it's become a community. It's more than just a sale. It may have started as a sale, but it turned into quite the community. Oh, okay, well, break that down for us. How, how did you go from – from starting point to what it is now, because it is a community. You get you have a very large following of, of, of uh, buyers there on social media, which is something we're all trying to figure out. And you seem to have grasped that pretty well. So, what happened? What what brought it from point A to, to point B? You know, I think it was really. I mean, a lot of it was word of mouth, but I think I think the platform that I used for it really turned it into that because. I mean, I, I list on other platforms like eBay, too, but Twitter has become my bread and butter. So it's I'm able to sell cards, but I'm able to be in constant communication with those people on the spot that are buying from me. So it's really turned, I mean, they're, they're customers by, by business standards, but they've become friends and they've, they've helped me build the community and they really make up what this is. Now, do you run this by yourself or do you have an, a partner or? Uh, currently, I run this by myself, but I will be announcing some news for 2017 for someone that's jumping on with me. Awesome. Very oh, cool. that's very cool. That's very cool. Good very deal, cool. man. So let's see. So you've got this. It's it's basically a Twitter-based store, correct? Correct. Okay, so like, how many items do you go through in a week? Um, I probably, I'd say, okay, let's say, so... Probably about per takeover, I list 200 items or so. 200 items or so? so okay. Yeah, I can, I can probably tweet out about 200 items in the amount of time that I do them. And it, it varies week to week, but I probably send out anywhere from 30 to 50 orders a week. And that can be that could be a single card or a huge stack of cards. Or, yeah, it varies. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's perfect. So, what are you doing? What are you finding that works on Twitter? Like, are you are these drastically cut and you know cut down in price or how how are you? Is it a rapid fire thing? What works best for you? Yeah, I do cut them down in price. I 
I'll look at eBay sales and I will go a little bit under with everything or sometimes a lot under um, just to quickly move the card. So I think, and I think that plays into the success of it because people have to be very quick at responding and they like that competition for it. Oftentimes I'll have a succession of five tweets after a card um, just because of how low the price is, how quick you have to be. Um, and that's played into the success of it for sure. That's cool. And that just plays into the people following you and people like, you know, wanting to check it out and kind of like checking you every day. So yeah, that's awesome. For sure. For sure. And the coolest thing about this is you actually, you have this store, you have this format and people don't have to get in their car and drive to go anywhere. You know, yeah. you know, if it's a local, if you have a local card store and it's pouring down rain, you're not going to necessarily want to get out of your house and go, but man, they log on and check you out and they can buy pretty much what they want. That's, pretty much. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. I like this yeah. idea. <laughs> now, now do you, uh, do you have a, a job outside of this? You know, you, are you a company man or do you, is this just what you do? Um, this is a piece of what I do. This is steadily becoming my main thing, but I do do some part-time work aside from that. Okay. Um, I work at a coffee shop. I do some social media directing, which has helped with this, obviously. Um, and then I'm also a musician. Okay. All right. You're, what kind of band? What, what kind of band are you in? I just write rock music mostly. It's okay. solo stuff right now. Or my my brother helps me out, so it's very low key. Okay, all right, all right. You're rocking like an 80s hair band type thing? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that. Not quite that. Okay, all right, I'm just checking. Because we're old, because we're just checking to see okay, where so you were at there. <laughs> what's, the biggest, what's the biggest difference in selling on social media versus selling uh, on eBay or, you know, in a storefront? You know, I'd say that it goes back to that um, community base. I think you would have that with the storefront as well because you get that face-to-face interaction eBay is perfect for what it is. I mean, I have certain things that I can't sell in a takeover that I need to put on eBay, and that's great. But the takeover, I think, just in and of itself being on Twitter plays into building that community because the community of the collectors is so important to this and so important to everything. So I'm able to constantly be in conversation with people. We can immediately talk about the card that they want to buy. Of course, you can message people on eBay, but you might not get a response for a few days, not can answer on the spot. Uh, we can talk about anything, really. People like just talking about everyday life or other things happening in sports card collecting or in sports, and I just think that's a, that makes it a whole different thing as a platform. Yeah, when you talk about eBay, eBay is so impersonal. You know, like you don't know who the yeah, person is. Exactly. You don't even know where they're from half the time. You know, all they are is, is their name and then whatever, maybe whatever feedback they have associated with them. So um, I like being able to sell on Facebook and, and social media because you're right. It builds that community and, and you know, it, it's just different. And let's let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of fees when you sell on Twitter, right? Right. Yeah, just, just learning about the PayPal fees mostly and that's it. Yep. Exactly. Which is perfect. You save that. You save that ten to fifteen percent off the eBay fees, which is, which is fantastic. Yeah, you those that, those fees kill everybody in the hobby, right? I they mean, do. So we're all. That's. I think that's really what's pushed everybody towards social media as a platform to sell is just avoiding those fees altogether because ten percent can be a kick in the. In the in the jewel sometimes, right? I mean, well, it can. You have to end up buying stuff. You have to buy it as cheap, cheap, cheap as possible right. to be able to, to account for that ten percent. Sure, sure. And so, uh, Dan, what what have you tried on DMN that maybe hasn't worked so well? 
things that haven't worked so well. I would say, first of all, high-end cards. Okay. Because okay. the bread and butter for me selling on there is that low to mid-end autograph for those 5 to $10 cards are the ones that really work. So for me, personally, if I want to sell a high-end card, I still need to go to eBay to do it. It's not that I can't sell high-end cards in the takeover. It's just that those aren't what those men and women are looking for on the regular. I, I think that's pretty consistent with just from research what we found that um, selling selling high-end stuff on social media – they they're still looking for that disc that deep discount, you know. So if you say say you got a hundred and fifty dollar card that's selling on eBay, and you're trying to sell it on social media, you know they're wanting it for seventy five or eighty, right? Well, you're probably wanting closer to one twenty, right? And exactly. it it's a it's a real back and forth sometimes, and it can be counterproductive. Um, so aside from the one the one and two dollar five dollar cards that you're selling on DMN Takeover. Uh, what else works for you on there? Do you have do you have fire sales per se, or do you jump into different categories? Maybe not just football, baseball. Do you have other other categories? Hockey, case breaks, case, anything, anything like that. Like that? <laughs> I thought about other avenues that I can use. Um, I have started introducing a little bit of hockey to it. I was normally focused on football and basketball, and then the occasional baseball. Um, I've considered other things like. Maybe trying a box break here and there. Not really is something that's going to become a complete part of the business because personally that's just not what I do well. But um, but maybe just as a like, hey, here's a cool little different thing. Thank you for being a part of this community. Let's break a box together. Very cool. Man, I like this. I like this whole idea of having a, a shop online. You should see – I can literally see Paul's uh, – brain just churning right now like how can he make this work for him <laughs> i don't and i don't even use twitter but yeah, maybe, you today, don't even use twitter. maybe today i'll use it a little more <laughs> that's funny man so let's uh let's talk about um anything else you want to plug and like how do you do is this um is this a daily thing is it a weekly thing is it a i don't know how do you how do you make it work for you yeah so i basically do this about three to four times a week i do two mornings uh actually Normally Thursdays and Saturday mornings, um, and then I do Monday and Tuesday nights. So I do that for about two to three hours. The sales run for um, all by myself, usually after I get off work at the coffee shop. Because um, you're all juiced up, ready yeah, to go so after the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Good stuff, so, man. I got I to gotta go back to the hockey cards. You're in Minneapolis. Why... Why won't hockey? I mean, don't you have local buyers that would be interested in, in you know, hockey? Oh, for sure. I'm supposed to. I mean, being in Minneapolis and Minnesota in general in the north, is I'm supposed to like hockey. I just personally, I know this is like a sin to say, but I just have personally not gotten into it. All right, that's it. Interview's over. We're getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're the hockey guy. I'm, I'm with him, man. I'm with him. You're just the hockey guy. You know, I think the, probably the three of us can agree. Hockey is, on the secondary market, is one of the toughest things to move because if it's not one of those big three players in the rookie class or, you know, a legend, no one cares. And it's it's hard to see a turnaround on that. It is. It even yeah, yeah, even on like eBay and stuff, you just see like the second tier guys and whatnot. It it it's tough. It it's really t- is tough. It is tough. 
I don't know what the I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a sport. I think part of it is shipping to Canada and shipping worldwide. Maybe that's it. You know, uh, I think we're all just as a community speaking for uh, a community of collectors in North America in the states. Right. We're trying to find a way to get get sh- packages up to Canada in a reasonable price. And Canada is doing the same thing. What's up, Francis? Trying to get stuff down <laughs> here to us in a reasonable way. So I know that there's a um, there there definitely is a break there, and there's some give and take. But sometimes you look at it, and you know, sellers want ten, twelve dollars to ship, right? A and card, a card, yeah. yeah. And just that makes it tough, man. It makes it real tough. All right, man. Well, how do we get a hold of you? How do how do our viewers, um, Listener. our listeners, yeah, viewers, listeners, yeah, whatever. Thank goodness they're not viewers because you wouldn't want to look at us. But anyway, how do they find you, man? Give it, give us all your yeah, info. You, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at cmn takeover. Um, otherwise, I also have an official website www.cmntakeover.com. Perfect. Okay. The official website is a big plus because. You know, I, I think just for the new person coming in here and, hey, we got this guy, Dan, from DMN, DMN Takeover on from on Twitter, they might be a little leery of going to uh, his account and buying from him. But to, to know that you have an official website is a big plus. That gives you some uh, legitimacy behind your name. But it's been a theme of the conversation. The community behind you is large, and that's a big plus for you. So kudos to you for, for building that up because that's tough to do in this hobby. Thank you very much. I appreciate that a lot. No problem, man. It's good stuff, man. Well, look, we'll um, we're gonna get you, let you get out of here, uh, so you can go sell your hockey cards. <laughs> but um, you know, we'll definitely have to check back in with you. You know, we'll keep you a part of the show and, and check back in and see how uh, see how things are going and see what new announcements you have coming in uh, 2017. Yeah, we're looking forward to this 2017 announcement. Yeah, you Eric. Know? Eric wants to know if you're hiring. Yeah, I want, are you hiring? I can do your <laughs> hockey cards. <laughs> Awesome. I'm not about to bring you on, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Awesome, man. So, uh, anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? You got your your website, your uh, your Twitter account. Um, I, are you playing a local show here somewhere soon, or anything like that? <laughs> no, no local shows. I just I just want to thank all of the uh, Takeover community for contacting you guys and getting me on the show. Really appreciate that. Yeah, it, uh, I appreciate you guys for bringing me on. Thank you, sir. Yeah, um, not a problem. I, I, I was, I'm going to apologize to you on the air. I was supposed to get you an email earlier in the week, and I just got taken over by uh, hockey card pricing. So, uh, so I wasn't able to email you as quickly as I uh, wanted to, so I apologize for that. But I'm so glad I did because I got you on the show. And this has been very uh, intriguing and eye-opening for someone who uh, has not – forayed into the uh the twitter card selling world yet so yeah no we just give stuff away on twitter yeah we're just giving stuff away on twitter <laughs> we're bad business people we just give it away this guy's making money yeah <laughs> all right man uh thanks for joining us let's do this again soon we'll check back in with you uh see how things are going in the next couple of months and uh have you on again that sound good that sounds awesome all right man thanks for joining us have a good day man thank you you too this is Rob Varis from Burbank Sports Cards, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, man. Dan from DMN Takeover, if you need him. Taking over things. T- taking over things. Um, doing it right, too. I like, I like his, uh, his customer service aspect, which is really important for private sellers on 
social media, you know? Yeah, you can go anywhere and buy a card. Right. But you can't go anywhere and, and maybe learn something about the card, maybe be help, help with the numbering of the card or the yeah. parallel, figure out what it is, or, or just be able to have that conversation about said card, said trade, said whatever. So it's good. He's, he, he does a good job. Um, guys, definitely go check him out on Twitter, at DMN Takeover. He's a real good guy. Like I said er, earlier, he's, he's 29. He's got things figured out. And uh, Paul and I are just sitting here behind two microphones, hoping people listening. Yeah, so, we're hoping. Uh, we're hoping. It's actually, it's actually fun. That's uh, that's a little uh, self depravity there for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, early man. on a early on a Thursday morning. Yeah. By the time you guys listen to this, it, it'll be this afternoon. So uh, we'll be happy and cheery by then. Yeah, because we'll have lunch. Yeah, lunch is lunch is coming. That's, <laughs> yeah. I think I feel like that's what we do. We work until lunch. Yep. And then everything after lunch is good. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay. All right, agree. man. So, guys, go check him out, man. He's he's a good guy. Uh, going to come back on the show in a couple of months. You're going to hear his voice uh, on the drops. He's he's just uh, doing things right. Also, a writer in a rock and roll band, low key rock and roll band. So, yeah, uh, man. I don't know. I don't. He might be the the next Neil Young. Maybe so. I don't like Neil Young. Neither do I. But but maybe he'll. Maybe you can buy your cards, listen to some music, and get a coffee. Dan, doing it all. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit of Neil Young before we go into the top stories. I heard a crazy story about how <laughs> Neil I'm Young. So, I'm so scared. No, right no, now. no, no. It's really cool. How Neil Young and uh, I think it's Stephen Steele's met each other. Okay. Okay. So Neil Young was up in Barrier, Barrier Ontario, Canada, right? Okay. And the, he, he crossed paths with Stephen Steele's. And... They made quick friends, but then they went their separate, separate ways, and they hadn't talked to each other, in, you know, in years when this next thing happened. So okay, uh, but they often thought about each other. You know, they wanted to reconnect and and make music together. So okay, uh, Neil Young's up in up in Canada decides, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the move and go to L.A. All right, okay, okay. So <laughs> this is a true story too. That's the crazy part. Neil Young. <laughs> Neil Young's in L.A. driving down the street okay. one way, right? Driving down the street. Do you know how big L.A. is? I don't. It's a massive city. Okay. You could live there. For, you and I could live there for years and never know each other. That's untrue. That's We would definitely see each other. We would probably. <laughs> <laughs> We'd meet each other at the Fat Boy Donut. Or yeah, the yeah there you go. So either way. All right. So Neil's driving down the street one way. Okay. In one way. Stills is coming down the other, sh- uh, the other way on another street, right? Yeah. They look and make eye contact going opposite ways down the road. Okay. Stills does a U-turn, chases him down, and this is the first meeting they have in years, and then they become the show. So wow. It is, how random is that, though? About as random as you bringing it up on the show. It is really random. I just heard it the <laughs> other day. I was like, that is, that's making it onto the show. And uh, now I want to talk about Tops Transcendent. Oh, right, so, yeah. Let's go. What's up? That was one of your worst segues. Ever. I don't. I don't care. That's a really cool story, man. That's a really cool story. I don't even like that kind of music, but that story is awesome. If you can just randomly see somebody that you met five years ago, and you're like, "Hey, that's Neil Young in the middle of the largest city on the West Coast." I'm sorry. That's an interesting story. That is funny. It that would have been better if they met at their local card store. Yeah, it really would have been. Would've but been you know what? Sometimes you're just a music collector. There you go. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right, let's talk about Tops Transcendent, man, because uh, the details on that uh, Tops Transcendent party 
are starting to come to light. And it looks like if you uh, if you are lucky enough to be one of the uh, attendees, mm-hmm. you'll get to meet Chris Bryant. Sweet. What do you think about that? How, how do you feel about meeting your celebrity loves? I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm not a, a Cubs guy, um, but how do you not like Chris Bryant? I mean, yeah. he, he seems like a pretty solid dude. Yeah, he's a solid dude. Obviously, a good ball player. Um, has a lot of enthusiasm. Gets still gets excited when he when he gets a hit and gets a home run and understands the game well. And and obviously, he's got a ring. Yeah. So what what more do you want? And he's young. Right. So he, yeah, that's the part I'm more yeah, jealous all about. The, all the plus things are there for him. Yep. Uh, Ryan Cracknell, our hobby editor, did a piece on this on a, on the Beckett.com homepage. It says $25,000. That is the price tag for a box of 2016 Topps Transcendent Baseball, but it's not just cards that are included. In addition to the ample autographs that come with the product, there's an invite to the special Topps 65th anniversary party. And it turns out it features an appearance by Chris Bryant, and it's in Las Vegas, Bryant's hometown. So not only are you meeting Chris Bryant, you get to go to Las Vegas, which apparently some people love. I, I don't care about Las Vegas other than I want to go there for the industry summit. Yeah, that's it. I've never been there, <laughs> but I'll go there for the industry yeah, summit. That's, I, yeah, it's the home of the buffets. That's all I know, and that's really go. what's drawing me right. to it. Hashtag Vegas or bust for yes. you guys out there. Yes. Hashtag Vegas or bust. So I guess that's a – for $25,000, you get whatever cards you get. And meeting Chris Bryant. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, with all the, the, the top transcendence, there's been a lot of the, the breaks, you know. And that's actually one of the prizes that you get as a break in the breaks is the trip. Um, so it's, it's very interesting because, you know, only certain people could buy these boxes. But it's not just limited to those certain people that could buy them now who are going to be able to attend this party. So, like, you or I could actually attend this party if we were to win that spot. So that's kind of cool. And I really hope that that... I really hope that people that get to go are, are true Cubs fans. It's been a big deal for Chicago to get this series. And I kind of hope that some of those, those diehards get to go and, and have this opportunity. Um, I don't know too, what other details you got on this. You got anything else in details on what's going to go on at this party? But I would imagine Topps always does it right. They're going to throw a big deal, and there's going to be probably give, giveaways and promos and yeah, announcements yeah, and just I'm a sure. lot of fun, man. So. I'm sure. Uh, Mr. Cracknell says the top 65th anniversary party is scheduled for January 18th, 2017, which is the week before my birthday. So if anybody's listening and wants to buy me a spot in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, good deal. <laughs> there you go. Although it doesn't include transportation in Las Vegas, hotel is part of the package, which is good. Attendees also get dinner, which is nice. Cocktails, as well as some special gifts. There you go. Um, whoever gets to go to the event will meet Chris Bryant in an intimate setting and talk talk one-on-one with one of the best players and young players in today's game. Man. It's going to be amazing, said David Lanier, Topps Vice President and General Manager of North America Sports and Entertainment Division. All right, so not only are you meeting Chris Bryant, you get to sit down and talk to him. Yeah, which is... Which is cool. Which is very, very cool. Uh-oh, Paul had a, a malfunction. I'm good. You good now? I'm good, yeah. All right. Yeah, it wasn't wardrobe. Don't worry, guys. It wasn't wardrobe. Paul had a malfunction on his, his microphone. I was like, what, what's he going on? Yeah, no, we're good. All right, so that's... That's pretty cool. If you're if you're into that kind of thing, if you're into meeting players and uh, you know high dollar buy-ins and stuff like that, yeah, good luck, you yeah, know? good luck, good luck, good luck to you. And like I said, I just hope it's a you know, somebody that would really you know it's not like a, a Chicago White Sox fan that gets to go. Sure, you know what I mean. Sure. <laughs> now with that, I want to mention next week on the radio show, we're gonna bring back baseball collectors daily. Okay. And awesome. They're gonna just run down. 
well, first the tops transcendent break, right? They're going to run that down. How, what their what their thoughts about it were? Um, see, you know how they liked it, how their customers liked it. Yeah, the response. Yeah, yeah the, the overall response reaction to it. See how it was. They're also going to run down their 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 first show that they're doing here uh, this week in December eleventh. Uh, don't forget about that. Uh, it's for a great charity cause for that slain officer in St. Louis. Yes. They're going to yes, have yes, some yes. Uh, some St. Louis Cardinal Hall of Famers there uh, signing autographs, the meet and greets type things. So go check that out. But also on next week's show, what I did is uh, we went. I went and found someone who actually bought into it, bought okay. into their break. Okay. And it's Sporty Hawk Cache. Um, he... I'm probably gonna get him in trouble here. <laughs> a little bit of trouble, trouble. It won't, be, it won't be the first time. He Eric. said, uh, "He said this is the spot my wife knows about," and he shared that information uh, with me. Uh, he said, "This is the other one that she doesn't know about." So he's bought two spots into their uh, transcendence break, and we're gonna get his opinion on it. Just okay. how he th- how he thought it went. Uh, Sporty Hawk Cash, Sporty Sparty Hawk. I'm sorry, I said Sporty. It's Sparty Hawk Cache. Is also an eBay seller and uh, does some things on Twitter as well. Okay, so uh, we're Very gonna get cool. opinions from both of them just just to see how it went. And I'm gonna throw it out there: if we have any listeners that whether you yourself are fortunate enough or you know somebody else that we can talk to that gets to attend this party, w- get them to us, man. Or yeah. if you guys are, we'll get you on the show, man. I'd love to talk to somebody after the after the big tops party and, and see what their reaction was and see what that was like. That would so be really cool. I'm throwing that out there too for anybody. Tweet at us. Let us know if you if you're going, or if you know anybody that we can talk to that is going. So that would be awesome. That would be really awesome. Um, let's let's get into the other top story that we wanted to talk about, which was kind of your baby during the baseball season. Yeah, man. Uh, tops now baseball, and some variations and stuff have surfaced, and it's causing a little bit of a uh, a frenzy. A little bit. A little bit of a frenzy. A little bit of a frenzy. Uh, again, Ryan Crack now here, a uh, hobby editor here at Beckett. Uh, Beckett Media. He says it's not very often in today's hobby where errors get corrected after the fact. It's even more rare that errors are created after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Both have surfaced recently with a couple of 2016 Tops Now baseball variations. The first is your standard corrected error. Card number 474 featured both Carlos Correa and Alice Rodriguez. Yes. The common, the commemorating the fact that they were the only shortstops in history with a pair of 20 home run seasons before their 21st birthday. That card was sent out as an error. It pictured Mookie Betts and Nomar Garcia Parra mirroring card number 483 in the print-on-demand set. Topps has gone back and fixed the card and collectors receiving the proper card with Correa and Rodriguez. The other variation is a little more curious. Of course, I'm going to read the whole the whole thing here. I can't leave you hanging like that. Yeah, don't leave me. You leave me hanging. Don't leave me hanging. Back in July, Tops now did a, a card of Josh Harrison for a walk off triple. There weren't any issues with the card themselves. However, they were sold. There was an error with a mock up of the Tops website. He was named John Harrison on the image. Oh, uh, I see. Okay, it's a problem. That led to a lawsuit from the law from the Law of Cards columnist. Paul Loesco, who claimed that the, he bought the card for the error. While the results oh. of the lawsuit aren't public, there are now 2016 tops now John Harrison card listed on eBay. Wow. Mm. We've reached out to tops to see if to see if all those who ordered the Harrison will be receiving the error version, which would give it a print run of 319 cards. That 
That could be Sir, a big is, deal. That is interesting. That is very interesting. And on the secondary market, that card's just going to boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. It really will. That that's an interesting take on things. I, I I didn't realize that. I don't. Did you realize that? I did not. No, not until he he wrote that article. You know, I've been following tops now, but I, I haven't quite got all the the ins and outs. I'm you know miss a few things here and there. But uh, yeah, that's a uncorrected, recorrected error. How they used to say that back in the day. U U E R and whatever. But yeah. man, I don't know how we're gonna catalog that one. That'll that's be interesting. crazy. What so, is it with people suing about uh, baseball It's a cards? thing to do, man. It's just. Money grabbers. Man. I don't want I, like I would. I want to comment on that, but I don't want to be sued. Right, right. No, I understand, but it, it's just it's the way, almost like the American way, man. You get yeah. the American dream and the American lawsuit. So, oh, Jose, can you see? Oh, yeah. this is just, <laughs> just ridiculous. It is, man. It is just ridiculous. That it is, that, that but kind of asinicity is going on. Yeah, I I don't know, and, and I guess part of it is you know it starts with like man, how's a card company putting out something that's not spelled right anyway on the website. You know, I guess it just starts there, you know, and then from there, it's like that thing you make a little small mistake of one or two letters and then all of a sudden it just snowballs into something that just really shouldn't have to be. I know that firsthand. I did that yesterday on Twitter when I when I was, uh, I posted a tweet for, for, for Becca Radio and I, I, I typed has instead of hasn't. Ah, uh, see? Uh, see? Yeah, I screwed up myself. So yep, The lawyers are going to call today. I guess so. I'm getting sued over some Ultra Pro products. Yep. So, that's that segment, guys. Uh, we need to take another quick break and come back. We're going to talk a little Beckett whatever. We're talking about a bunch of stuff. I got another mountain lion story for you. What? Yes. It's been a few weeks since we had a mountain lion story. It's, so. been, a f- it's been a while yeah. since we've, we've, we've covered the animal kingdom. Yeah, it has. Uh, but I, I heard this. And I was like, hey, this would be great for Beckett whatever. It'd be great for Becca, whatever. You got to stop watching Discovery Channel. Yeah, I, I got to really stop watching Disco- Discovery Channel. Sorry. We're going to take a quick break. You guys hang tight, and we'll be back with a, a loaded Becca, whatever. Hi, this is Sean Bender with Still City Clock Bulls, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, we're back from that quick break. This is Beckett Whatever. It's my favorite part of the show. It is. Every week, every week, it's my favorite, favorite, favorite part of the show because I get to talk about whatever the hell I want to. Now, granted, the Neil Young story that I told earlier definitely should have been in this part of the show, but it was oh on my top goodness. of my mind, so I wanted to talk about it. Right just, then I'm there. still laughing about the it, Neil Young it, thing. It's a, it's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. Almost but, as crazy as what the White Sox are doing. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the trades that are going on in uh, Major League Baseball. The, we're just ahead of the winter meetings. I, I think they start next week. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they that's that's getting ramped up. But before we get into the, the winter meetings, there's been all kinds of activity going on, but some big moves too. What are the White Sox doing, man? Man, well, we got. I mean, Chris Sale. You know, I mean, that whole thing during the year, was he going to get traded? Was he not? Was he ever going to wear a uniform? Was he not? Was he going to cut it up? You know, all that stuff going on. No fear there. He is off to Boston. Uh, they traded him for uh, some some young prospects, Michael Kopech, uh, Victor Diaz, and uh, Johan Makata, um, and Luis Alexander Bassabi. I don't know that guy very well. But um, that's a big deal, man. It is a big deal. Um, who, who was it that came out the other day and said the – that the Red Sox were now the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I didn't quite one. understand that that comment, but uh, yeah, that pitching rotation is is nice. Now, it is though. nice. It that's is pretty, nice. I mean, that's that's pretty well set up now for a win, right? Yeah, you would you would hope so. Yeah, you would hope so. It's a shame that uh, Big Poppy's not going to yeah, be Poppy's there. Yeah, Poppy's not going to be there. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But uh, but the White Sox, you know, they traded off Chris Sale. 
and from being a homer, I think getting you know yesterday that was on Tuesday. On yesterday, they uh, they traded Adam Eaton to the Nationals for uh, for Giolato. Yeah, and I really think Giolato. He had an off season last year. I think if he stays healthy, he could really uh, fill in there and be a 15 game winner for them. So um, they may have they may have really made a good trade right there. I think so. Um, other interesting little news and tidbits: Matt Holiday signs with the Yankees. That's yep. The right, I know that the Yankees have been down the last few seasons, but they just they just reload. They do. You know, they don't rebuild. They just reload. Reload, yeah. I, yep. I know Holiday is – he's not – you know, he's no spring chicken, but nope. he's still a, a good, solid bat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I believe I saw also that uh, they agreed to terms with Chapman as well. So Yes. So Damn. there you go. Back going at it. And then uh, anything of other of note was uh, the Royals sent uh, their right-handed pitcher, Wade Davis, to the Cubs – for outfielder Jorge Soler, which he was kind of a fan favorite, but, you know, he really – there's so much talent on that squad, and it's not sure. a slight to Soler. They, he just – he didn't have a home there. Yeah, he just didn't have a home. He did not have a home. Didn't didn't get to play a whole lot in the playoffs, and uh, it was good for him. Kudos for him, man. He's going to be on a, on a, on a squad that uh, was just in the World Series not too long ago, so hopefully they can uh, get it together there in KC, and he'll have a shot. So I think so. I think he'll, he'll play out well there in Kansas City. That's a – that's a budding franchise as it is too. So um, there are definitely some moves going on. There'll be more moves to talk about, of course. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't know if you missed this if you were sleeping, but uh, Russell Westbrook just scored another triple double. <laughs> 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 so does he have more triple doubles now than Mavs? Oh, more definitely. Than more Mavs the Mavs are like four and seventeen. Russell Westbrook has nine triple doubles this season. So how many wins do the Stars have? I. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not man. enough at all. Man, that's crazy. Uh, dude, he is just a he, just a triple-double machine, man. He is. And I know we talked about it last week in this segment uh, about Oscar Robinson. He had 41 that his his season that he averaged a triple-double. So I don't, I don't see where Russell Westbrook – because there's nobody else on the team that is just going to stop that from happening, right? I mean, yeah. there's other scoring options there, but – but the, he's got to get 10 assists, which means at least 10 other baskets have to be scored. So, well, right? That's what Victor Oladipo and Enos Cantor are for. Yeah, um, just getting those little yeah. those baskets here and there. Serge Ibaka, Steven Adams, they just kind of wait for the ball to be passed to them. Now, I want to know, does he go out with a mindset every night? Does he go out and say, I'm going to get my 10 assists first, and then I'm going to score 40? Uh, you know, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting to, to know what the mindset is there. The, the it, rebounds come, right? Right. So they come. He's just always in the right place at the right time. I wonder if he's ever thinking of the quad, man. Is he thinking of the quad? You know, that's been done just a, few, a handful of times. I think Akima was Akima Lajuan the last one to do it. I don't uh, know if that's I'm true. Not sure off the top I don't of know if that's true, but I, it sounds right to me. Maybe James Harden. I but yeah. I don't, well, James Harden would actually have to pass the ball uh, for that to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know who was good at the quad? It, it wasn't a, a quad. It wasn't a quad double, but Andre Karolinko. Okay. AK forty-seven. He would come in and get quad five. So he would get. Ah. He would get five, five steals, five rebounds, five assists, and five points, and that's. Pretty impressive, too. That is pretty impressive. And he would do that on a regular basis. You know, that wasn't I, like a... <laughs> I never heard that term, quad five. Yeah, it was quad five. He, he'd come in and, and knock that out. It was a... But that contract he carried with him everywhere. That Andre Karolinko contract was traded more than the Rafe LaFrance contract, I think. It was just... It was massive. It was He was overpaid. 
and it just got traded on back into deal, so other teams wouldn't have to, <laughs> to carry yeah, it. Bad, yeah, yeah, it was bad. But you know, kudos to him for for living off that contract for so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guaranteed quad money. five if you can do it. Yeah, quad five if you can do it. <laughs> He's a uh, he was definitely the king of the quad five. Very so good. There's very other good. stuff going on too, man. We got there, giveaways going on. We got giveaways. We what got else? fantasy football. Yeah, fantasy football. I know we've been also. having a little bit of that on the we have our own podcast for that and we've had it on this show a little bit here recently because of scheduling, but we're in the playoffs. Yeah, we're in the playoffs. I'm excited. We have a tough game this season this I'm week not, though. I'm not you're worried. Not, you're not worried? I'm not worried, man. We gotta we'll meet together, we'll set our lineup after this. Yeah. We'll be golden, man. Yeah, we'll we'll be golden. We'll be golden. Uh shout out to Jamie Taylor, uh Christmas Gremlins. Yes. Uh, and Slump Busters. The One good, the, the bad, and the ugly yeah. all together. So he's getting the Collar Kaepernick Sit Your Ass Down Award. He is. And a box of NBA Panini Hoops. So it all works out. He's doing real well there. I'm uh, happy for you, buddy. Thanks for uh, playing along. Uh, shout out to Zach May. Uh, I misinterpreted your team name as a diss to Drake uh, in, my, in my outro music. It was not about that at all. It was about Kevin Durant's um, Drake Night comment. You know, I don't give a damn about Drake, so uh, I, I get what you're I get what you're saying there. Keep doing your reps, bud. Keep yep. doing your reps. You're looking good there on uh, on Instagram with with your uh, your swoleness, swoleness, your swoleness. <laughs> I, I've never been swole ever. Not like that. No. Not like that. No, I look a little swollen, but no. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, giveaways. I want to mention uh, Two Bros Sports here because uh, they're 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 a sponsor of the show. They love the show. We love them. Um, they have a giveaway coming up. We we discussed it yesterday. It was not launched, but it is coming, and they're giving away what we were talking. We were talking about Panini Prism basketball, right? Uh, they're giving away a fifteen sixteen Prism autograph of Anthony Davis. Bam! So hey, not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Their last two giveaways have had over ten thousand entries in them, and one was a Zeke, the other one was a Michael Irvin, and this one is an Anthony Davis. This will be um, right up there. Yeah, right up there. You can't you can't go wrong with that. Nope. Uh, so shout out to Two Bros for uh, sponsoring the show. We love you guys. Yep. Uh, yep. Also up there in the Minneapolis St. Paul area. Yeah, man. Like DMM Takeover. Where's so. that guy from? Chile. He said Chile, Minneapolis. That's Minnesota. awesome. I bet it is cold. It was cold here this morning. It was. Were you cold? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was thirty five. It was thirty five. I I wore this is this is how cool I am. I went the hoodie and shorts look. Oh that, yeah, I roll that way. You roll that way because that only way. my chest needs to be warm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about my legs. <laughs> no, my legs have got plenty, plenty of things <laughs> to keep them warm down there. So uh, good. It is. It was a little chilly here this morning. I'm sure it was chilly up in Minneapolis. Um, well, speaking of giveaways, yeah, let's talk about other giveaways. Let's talk about what we got this week in the office. That was amazing. Was you know, we open a lot of products. I don't know, ten a week or something, and. You know, we get some $50 cards, $100 cards, you know, a few things here or there, whatever. But, man, we don't get too many $2,000 cards. Yeah, we don't. You don't now, you were much. part of it, right? I was. You were part of it. You didn't open it, but you were during. You were doing the break. I was right. I was part of the break. Um, All right. Well, then you set the stage because you were there. I wasn't there. Okay, so we're, we're here in the studio. It's uh, me, Ian, and Matt Bible. And we pick up a box of Star Wars Masterworks. And Ian, to his credit points at the right side of the box he said the big hit is going to be in the last box on the right okay i said are you sure and he said yes so i said matt you get this these two boxes right. that's a, that's matt's thing yeah star wars and non-sports that's matt's that's uh, that's his thing yeah. i gave matt the right side of the box i took the left side of the box okay so i get 
I'm opening mine and we're giving the little spiel, right? Whatever. You can go watch the video when it's posted. It's not posted yet, but it uh, it is it is here, and it's not posted for a very good reason. Um, so I opened my box, my little first mini box, and for this first of all, this is my first time opening Masterworks. Yeah. It's okay. a nice product. It I is like a nice it. product. Yeah, I what agree. is it, about 130 a box? 130, 140 yeah. a box, yeah, something like that. So, four big hit or four hits. You, know, yeah. you get four hits per box. So uh, liked it a lot, actually. I pull I see my hit. Okay. All right. I see my hit, and it's a medallion card. I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's that's cool. As I see my hit, Matt goes into cardiac arrest. Poops himself <laughs> live, <laughs> live on the uh on the on the box break. He pulls absolutely the most beautiful card I've ever seen pulled in a Beckett box break. Literally and figuratively, literally and figuratively, yeah, too, right? Yeah, <laughs> that I've ever seen a part of. A, I've ever been a part of on, on a Beckett box busters. He pulls a Daisy Ridley autograph, number nine of ten. Mm. Last comp on eBay was two thousand dollars. Unbelievable! I've never in my I've never in my life pulled. Anything over four hundred dollars, I think. Right. You know, this dude pulled a two thousand dollar card, and he had he lost he lost control of all bodily functions. He did. He's, he's still just, having heart palpitations. Yeah, he still he still is. He <laughs> was having a massive massive fit. Um, but we now people that know about it know how we do things. We like to give things away. We do. Well, we cannot give this card away. We cannot. We can't do it. There are other plans for this card. It will be made available to... And the plans are 10 times better than us giving it away. Yeah, the, the plans are, are, are just... I would love to just get a list of people on Twitter or Gleam and say, all right, one of these people randomly is going to win this card. Right. The plans that, that are, are in the works for this card go beyond Beckett. They go, they go beyond Tops. It's tis the season, yeah, man. It's, so, it's perfect timing. Yeah. You know? So uh, look for it soon on social media outlets about what's going to happen. We'll keep I, you up to date as we yeah. know. I don't know that we're allowed to say exactly what's going to happen, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. Um, but it was, it was an awesome pull. Matt is still palpitating over it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but it was, it was a good pull. It was, it was fun to be a part of. But let's talk about that. I don't know. You weren't in here for all of them. But this that day of breaks. We went on a run that was freaking unbelievable. It was. It was all from tops. By it the was way, crazy. This is like a tops podcast. Uh, it is. Yep. Um, all from top. Tops Walking Dead season five. You hit something big, right? I, I pulled a Steve Ewan autograph. Perfect. It's, it's beautiful. Like okay, it the it's on card, which is it's not a sticker. Thank God. Right. Uh, it's on card. The card is clean. Steve, they're they're probably not a bigger name in The Walking Dead other than Rick Grimes, right? Than than Glenn, okay. You know, so especially this season, considering he got a bat to the head. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but I pulled that in a, in a Walker. The Walker, were like, eh, whatever. Right. Matt pulls the the Star Wars Masterworks box in general was was great. Yep. Outside of the um, outside of the the huge Daisy Ridley. You know, there was a Yoda number to 50. There was a couple of medallion cards, and there was another autograph as well. Uh, a Chewbacca blue parallels, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty so, cool. Um, there was that. And then we opened um, a product that, to be honest with you, I don't, I didn't put much stock into. Okay. But I always love it because I always love the Topps uh, WWE sets because they, 
they take me back down memory lane, and I really, I really enjoy going you like back that, down huh? that that memory lane. And uh, we're we're breaking that. I pulled a Kalisto uh, face mask card, which okay, whatever. And as I'm doing that, Matt pulls a Y2J autograph, a Chris Jericho autograph. Jeez. And I'm just like, dude, which Chris Jericho. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a wrestling nut. I'm the, I'm that guy. Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler of like of all time. He's so good, and what he's what he's uh, what he's become now is he's probably doing the best work in his career that I've ever seen. So, seeing that Y2J uh, autograph pull that was pretty that was pretty sweet on my end. I was happy for Matt. It was a good day of pulls. Did, did, he, go, did opened, he go buy a lottery ticket? No. <laughs> <laughs> then you and I sat down that afternoon and broke the cup. We did, which was cool because I'd I'd never even yeah, been around was, that before. I was so. happy to be I was happy to be doing that one with you because you had not done that before. And uh yesterday I was giving those cards back and, and Mr. Dumas said, Hey, give all this away on Beckett Radio. Awesome. So this is what I did. I took to Twitter and I said, Hey, I got I I got these cards from the cup. I, I was just told to give them away. What to do? What do I do with them? Okay. What was the response? Well, one person said, um, one follower said, you know, give, give it to such and such. Okay. I said, okay, you can have one. So All you right. got one. Well, there you go. Another guy said, hey, I like that one. All right, done. You can have that one too. Nice. So now I got two cards left that I need to give away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, tis the season, right? Just, tis the season. Tis, uh, now, the ones that are not being given away right now out of that are the... Theo Flory and the Jonathan Taves autographs. And they're not ge- being given away for good reason. Uh, last season during the Stanley Cup Finals, that means we're going to have to wait a little while. We we did a bracket challenge for for Instagram. Okay. For the, uh, so those two cards will be in the winner's circle uh, for that. So we're holding on to those for a little while. Very cool. Unless I change my mind, which might happen. It might and happen. And I just want to give them away. There you go. So we have that. Uh, another giveaway that we have going on that is just kicking all kinds of arse is our 12 days of Ultra Pro. We gave, we've given away six days of stuff so far. Okay. Halfway there. Uh, halfway there. Uh, man, has it been fun. Yeah. It sounds like the response has been, everybody's been really excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it really, really has. Um, everybody has just been jumping on for, full bore on it. Ultra Pro even gave a guy who hadn't won yet who just kept tweeting and tweeting and tweeting gave him a package. So that's awesome. That's outside of what I'm doing with ultra pro ultra pro is also doing their own thing. So, uh, that's awesome. What you're getting there again is now what was been said, what was been told to me, it was a $25 prize pack each day for, from ultra pro, but the chances of it being more than $25 are, are probably pretty good. That's what I was told. Uh, then on that final day on, on the 12th day of Christmas, which the giveaway will actually be on the 13th, we are giving away a $50 ultra pro prize pack and a one year subscription to Beckett, any magazine that, of your choice. Awesome. So there's awesome. all that. You know what I like about this giveaway? What's that? Is that everybody likes hockey or football or baseball, but everybody needs supplies. Everybody needs Doesn't supplies. matter what you collect. You got to put it in something and you might as well put it in ultra yeah. pro. Yeah. So it's been fun. Uh, these these giveaways have been really fun. Not to not to not to don't forget. I'm sorry. I'm just stumbling all my words there. Don't forget though. That this is the, when when this one ends. The next day we're picking right back up with the twelve fat patches of Christmas. Yes, indeed. And I'm excited about that one. I as know well. too, man. Um, all right. So look, we got to get out of here no, soon, no, don't we? No, 
No, I, but yeah, I, I, I got. I know. I, I was gonna. I'm gonna lead you up for your story. Oh, okay. Man. All right. Yeah. So you were telling. You know, we've had some 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 crazy stories we've yeah. been keeping track of over the summer about mountain lions and bats and fish and Cody and all kinds of things that have been oh, going poor on. Cody. Yeah, poor Cody. Not really. Um, he's leaving us, yeah. so it's all good. Cody's Cody's going to Panini. He is. Shut up, Cody. <laughs> Shut so, up, Cody. We maybe should have him on next week. Maybe. We'll have a pity party for him or something. Maybe. Uh, anyway, you found another story that just fits right into the summers that we were doing. Yeah, this is what we're going to end the show on. Okay. Um, thanks for the setup, buddy. I almost cut you off there. Not a problem. All right. Mountain lions. Last time we talked about mountain lions, there was one here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, literally across the street from where we're sitting right now. Yeah, like we got lunch and we're chasing mountain lions yeah, at lunch so, um, in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the last 20, uh, 20 years or so, uh, in the Los Angeles area, scientists have tagged mountain lions up there in the hills because they're kind of actually scarce up there. Okay, that makes sense. So two of them that are that typically make the news are P twenty two and P forty five. All right. P twenty two is the older one. Okay. P forty five is the younger one. P forty five has got a little bit of a mean streak in him. Apparently, because <laughs> well, I don't. He's a mountain lion. Would you? I mean, would you want to be called P twenty P forty five? P forty five. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That wouldn't be a nice name for me. No, I mean, even in Star Wars, they changed that guy's name from FN two one eight seven to at least they gave him a name. Finn. Yeah. They gave him something. I think our new Beckett radio shirts are going to say P45 on them. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, maybe not because finish the story. <laughs> so <laughs> we might get sued. <laughs> P45, uh, let's, let's say this. He's a fat pack. He's got a, he's got More a, fat, or less. He's got a fat pack appetite. He does. He can, he, you can tell he has a fat pack appetite by the 10 alpaca that he killed and feasted upon. And if, you don't know what a, night. if you don't know what an alpaca is, because not everybody knows, Google alpaca. That right? is a small item. It's not a small. <laughs> so he's not eating possum. This lady, this lady out in uh, Malibu has some farm ranch, ranch area, right? Uh huh. And she has alpacas on there. Yeah, that makes sense. P forty five got into said area and killed ten of them <sighs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> just wow because it was tuesday because it was hungry <laughs> yeah so now, where's uh, the where was where's the other the other mountain lion is he around p22 is around he kind of roams like he's seen down in the city sometimes oh uh, okay so uh, but he wasn't a part of this uh he wasn't this. a part of this mass murder of alpacas wow um this was he was p45 did this all on his own wow the controversial thing here is that um these these animals are on the endangered list right right, right. so she was actually granted a permit to shoot said animals should she see it on her property again. Wow. Which is a big deal if you're a vegan, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, endangered species, you know, they want to keep them around. I get right. it, blah, blah, blah. But clearly this one yeah, might have taken it to the extreme. P45 killing 10 alpacas. Might have been too. Isn't going to help him multiply his breed. No, he's no. just trying to take out other breeds yeah, on the he way. Was, <laughs> maybe he was angry. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe maybe, maybe he don't <laughs> like his name. <laughs> maybe he got in a top chance in the break and didn't get to the maybe. didn't get to the Las Vegas party. <laughs> maybe maybe so. I don't know. Let's hope he doesn't show up. Yeah, was, <laughs> was pissed off at Chris Bryant. He's just mad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, what other place in the world can you talk about sports cards, mountain lions, and um, whatever else we talk about? Um, I just I've. This is a story. These these mountain lions is something. I want to give credit where credit is due. 
the ho- the on my drive home I listened to the Hardline on uh, thirteen ten the ticket. Okay. And uh, Mike Reiner, who is a Hall of Fame Texas Hall of Fame radio broadcaster, just been around for years, but he does things right. He he's good. He's smart. Um, he has <laughs> he has, there's a there's a story that connect, connects him to Stevie Ray Vaughan that I that I won't share here, but uh, <laughs> he. He's just he's a he's a good he's a good all around uh, sports host, and he he talks about P forty five and P twenty two quite often, which is why I'm interested in him because uh, he's interested in them. So he's piqued my interest. Gotcha. And uh, we uh, he talked about P forty five about a week ago, and uh, I wanted to bring it up on the show because it goes in with our mountain lion theme that we have once every yeah, six months. Some people talk BB eight and C three PO. No, we talk P forty five. P forty five. That's that's the that's how we're gonna end the show. P45 just murdering alpacas. There you go. Just What a way to go. Angry. Out there just mad at the world, killing stuff. Oh, That's not man. a good place to be. Anyway, man, I can't wait for next week. Next week's going to be fun. Has nothing to do with the radio show. No? Next Thursday, Rogue One. Oh, man. Here's the thing. I'm pumped. I've, told, I've said this a couple of times. Pumped. And, uh, that's my wife's birthday. Okay, she's a Star Wars fan. No, so no. I'm not wow. gonna be able to go see it on so you need Thursday a, you night. You need a clone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I told Eli that we're gonna wake up early on. You can't come to work Friday. You realize this, right? Why not? Because everybody's gonna be talking about it. Oh, actually, I have to because we have a magazine due that week. Uh, BSDM. Oh, if man. I want to take a Christmas vacation, I have to get the magazines done. I got so, you. Um, I told Eli we're gonna wake up early on Saturday and go see. Rogue One. Go see so it. Good deal. That's what I'm excited for. I think it's going to be good. I think so. I think it's going to be good. Let's go. Um, I'm going to get my tickets tonight, man. Seven, o- tickets seven o'clock showing. I'm going. Are you serious? There's a seven o'clock on in uh, Waxahachie. Oh, wow. Matt's already got his tickets, too. Yeah. I'm going to get mine tonight. Wow. All right, man. So. Well, good. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Because I'm excited. I, I, You know what? This is probably the most excited I've seen you about anything. Well, because I don't much. get excited about the movies. Yeah, you just don't. Because I don't watch movies. Yeah. I watch Star Wars. Okay. That's it. Good. That's I don't want to go with you now. Okay, well. Somebody call my wife and tell her I'm going to, <laughs> <laughs> going to the movies with Paul on her on her birthday. You don't want to go. I, I won't tell you who else we're going with. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. It's all good. So um, that's the show this week, man. It's been it's been fun. It's been top centric, but I think there's a lot of good information there. Oh yeah, for thanks, sure. Thanks for uh, thanks to Dan from DNM Takeover coming on, talking about what he does. Don't forget that next week we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Baseball Collectors Daily back on to talk about Tops Transcendent, and we're gonna have Sparty Hawk Cache on as well. Nice to man. talk about his reaction to it. I hope he hit something good. I hope I hope so too. And then the following week, the week of Christmas. Um, Will be graphing with Grad. Nice. He's, he's coming on. He's in studio. He's in he's not in studio, but he's here next week in office. He's here next week in office. In office. So we may want to. Oh, wanna, hold on yeah. now. I didn't know this. Yeah, man. He's in office. Uh, he's in Mr. office next week. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Murray said something about that. So he is definitely going to be on the radio show. So we're going to have to work that out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he should be. I'm excited now. I now didn't know you're that. excited. That's See? really now cool. You're excited. Yes. Awesome. Hey, yeah. and for once, folks, I knew something Eric didn't know. Yeah, you did. All right, man. <laughs> that's the show this week. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you come back next week. And until next week. Just keep listening. Cue the Drake.